Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We just met with somebody who was one of the the daughter of the the guy that was the main investor. Wow. And I wanted to start going into the Theranos voice and jokes, and I didn't think that was very Ultimately, professional. we need to... Um, oh, just amazing. We will be disrupting phlebotomy in ways that have not been foreseen up until right now. I am a millennial, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I've studied all the things Steve Jobs did, and I'm uh, basically going to uh, you know, cut the line cut and, the line uh, and, uh, and just go business. and just be there at the finish line. <laughs> all right, we're going to get killed by there the fans. There she is. Look. <laughs> <laughs> God bless. God hey, bless Elizabeth. God bless. God bless. God bless. Um, you know what, though? Bar Rescue should be doing... Halloween and I wonder if they couldn't oh, do holiday holiday. I mean, think of have they not? That's another. You know, we should be mentioning that. Well, it's, oh, I love it. He'd have to shoot it year in advance. That's a problem. That's fine. You just you just fake it. Do a Christmas in July. Yeah, I don't think they do. Yeah, because well, when, but when you think about the bar business during Halloween, uh-huh. it's huge. At least in L.A. Like I think. Oh yeah. I think adult make believe just continues to grow. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Where people don't want to grow up. And it's, I just think what all these children's holidays are now, children have grown up and continuing to have them. It was always in L.A. because everyone here is narcissistic. 42 going on 17. But uh, but now it seems like all, yeah, it's a big, big money night for the bar. This year is a Wednesday night. So I think with Halloween, because I was talking to someone who plans one of the bigger uh, Hollywood parties, and they're not sure... Weekend previous, weekend after, it's kind of hard. That there's a you know there's a petition out to just make Halloween the last Saturday of every October. I think it's smart. Just for and I think it affects the not just parties but the bar business. Mm-hmm. Really big business. Absolutely. Um, well, I uh, let's uh, before the fans kill us, we're gonna hop back yeah. to our show. Um, but I uh, totally agree with you, Kev. And um, let's talk about what we're prepping in the kitchen and behind the bar. Vegas Vic has these chicken skewers, which I thought looked pretty good. They looked great. I think these kitchen plans tend to succeed when there's a achievable gimmick, a recyclable gimmick. So, uh, mass tacos, sausages, right. skewers. And Vic, Vic Vegas, you know, one of my favorites in oh, the yeah. kitchen, if not my favorite, um, always finds a way to come up with the. Like, I love the skewers and sauces. So smart. Right? It it looked so good. Yeah. Those flavors looked amazing. And great. In a bar, Mm -hmm. you don't have to touch it. Right. Have the stick. Finger food. Right? It just... uh, And then, you know, I know it's a bar, so you're not thinking health, but, you know, you're getting your protein. Right. It's not fried. Yeah. It's not fried, which is great. Um, And then, I have to say... Not seeing Amy Kofsky as much as we'd like, she was great during this training. I thought she really balanced discipline with kindness in a yes. way that gave me uh, a little she bit of remind, You know what? It's like they took Mia yeah. and Lisa Marie totally. and they made the, this is the, the new version. It was the type A Mia with the edge of Lisa Marie. With the edge, yeah. Totally. I Very love it. Very interesting. Uh, I think John has a type when he casts talent for behind the bar in the kitchen. It's always good. You know, we should ask him how involved he is in that because I know... That's the, the the producers as well. Mm. Like they're the ones finding those people. Yeah, well, they're excellent. Yeah. 
Uh, and it seems like John and Vic have a long-time relationship. They've known each other forever because Vegas, they're both Vegas Both people. Vegas. I love it. Um, pretty conventional stress test. Uh, I will say one thing I love during a stress test is a, we have 30 minutes on the timer. We need to make sure that these flags get put in the buckets as we, you know, there was no real gimmick for this stress test, which I think always creates an objective. Right. Um, so I, I don't know why they don't do that more because I think it always works when they do. Yeah. When they do a gimmick. Yeah. But maybe they just didn't have it in tonight. But I think that always enhances the stress test personally. It it was tough because we didn't have a villain. Right. You know, you... Never mind. Holding it in. I'm holding it in. Um, I will say, though, another quick tap for takeaway here that I appreciated. One of their big mistakes in workflow was bringing table orders out one at a time. Here's your burger. Here's here's Catherine's burger. Here's Alice's drink. When you're serving food to tables, bring it all out at one time. This is what they should have been doing. Because that was the big disruption why food wasn't coming out fast. Assemble your table order, then bring it all out. Definitely what they should have been doing. Right. Uh, that was it. Leads to a great breakdown in quality and consistency, according you to. There was a great Sopranos episode where the owner of the restaurant was going table to table and just talking too long for people, <laughs> and they showed how it annoyed the people. Just again, because I'm going back to the the, the, the the vampire, the vampires who just talk too much, and I don't want to put up the wrong impression because there's people who sometimes want that. Right, they want someone to talk to. But you have to know when mm-hmm. to go in and go out. And it was funny on the on the Sopranos, and it was Tony who had to pull the owner aside and go, "Just talk a little less, huh? He said, huh? You make great food, but just..." And the guy was so offended, but he was he was trying to give it to him straight. You've got to read the room. That they showed it. You know, they showed him staying at the table too long, talking too long. Okay, do you get offended at that too in hospitality? If I'm told that I'm talking to no, much? No, if if you're you and your wife are out to dinner. Oh, absolutely. And the the vampire we fake it. waiter no, Kev, but we, we smile. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you guys are yes. great. Yes, it's so Midwestern. Oh, so nice to meet you. Oh, thank you. Then when they leave, God, did they not see? Yeah, of course they didn't see. Laura and I had the biggest smiles on our face. But for it's also an Uber for me. Sometimes I'll just get an Uber and I'll say I'm so sorry. Isn't there a new option? I've heard they're wanting to roll it out, but they haven't yet. What you do? Here's the trick. And you know what? Dominique Wilkins, basketball player. Yeah. I saw him do this and uh, I learned is he he had a walk through through into the arena during a game and he had to take his place at the commentators table. Yep. And as soon as he had to walk into the arena where the people are seated, iPhone went into the ear mm. and he you know, as if he was talking and then the minute he was able to be seated with the commentators. Fake phone conversation over. I've done that before. I think you got to do that. Or you have hey, to... how's it going? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Just let me have you yeah. hold for one sec. I'll be right back. You have to do the... Yeah, you have to put on the headset and go, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, the conference call. You yeah. do. Yeah. I want to call. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's it. Um, so other than that, though, pretty conventional stress test, right? Anything that stood out to you in terms of just mostly okay, workflow? Okay, we've, we've got John Taffer weighing back in. I think he's probably watching us live. He's we, probably mad. Taffer text. I do not think, quote, producing... I go at it to tell the story. Crazies are obvious stories. They come out easier. Also, the shallowest stories. Oh, that's that's a fair point. Maybe. Yeah. That's the thing is Taffer is he cares such, too much. He cares too much. He cares too much. That's, you know what? It makes me admire him more in a way. Well, I think that's why he's greatness. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I think, oh, and, yeah. And I, and I get it at his age. Does he really want to go? I mean, I... Jeff, you see me. I'm out of. I'm younger than John. I'm out of patience when I have to deal with morons. Yeah, 
And the first, I'm sorry, the first two thirds of this show, I mean, not this episode, but this, the last six seasons. A lot of morons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, and again, he's out in the middle of nowhere. He, you know, he's away from home. I, 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 I get it. Yeah. I and get it. you know what? It's probably a rigorous production schedule. It's brutal. Yeah. I don't it's, know how he does it. It's really I don't know, And I don't know how he does it so quickly. That I that I I I don't I'm always in awe of when I see it. The, it's the coffee, got to get the coffee when they well, plan this renovation. I think there's a genius involved. Absolutely, you know, we all have it. Just most people don't take the time to hone it. He's honed it for 35 years. Yeah, you know. But, well, um, the one thing Taffer did that I just was so moved by, and the, these stories will always get me because talk about a show for underdogs, Frank the Chef. Oh, I loved Frank the Chef. Very, very moving. And you know, when John was yelling at him at first, I said, you know what? These guys are going to end up being best of friends. Yeah, you can tell. You can always tell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's... Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny. Like, now that I think of it, we have to think back as how many times when John's really lambasted someone and they've walked out. I don't know. I wonder if he goes hardest on the ones... I know for me, I'll go harder on people I care about more. Right. Because I know they can do better. I know mm-hmm. what's in them. And yeah. I, and then if I if if it's someone I don't believe in, I'm pretty short about, and I just say, listen, this this isn't working. It's not a fit. It's not a fit. Right. Um, I'm trying to think now with John, but with this, I just had a feeling, and uh, and you know the guy cried like oh you know like I'm a, he's like I'm a big crier. I'm like why w- I don't know why wouldn't you cry? Mm. I thought that was amazing, and I love that John got him you know uh, the, his chef outfit, and and Vic also gave him credit. That was Vic was on his team and said, you know what. Uh, the chef got control of his kitchen tonight, was what he said. I think, yeah, Vic is very warm. Yeah, he is. He's warm. Does he remind you of Vin Diesel? Yeah. he. To- I think he looks like Vin Diesel, yeah. and I think he's got the same tough exterior, gooey, gooey heart in the middle. So soft. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Such a softy. I always get Vin Diesel. That's, I love him and John together. Oh, yeah. That's a special. And parent. then I love when they have to bring in he and Lisa Marie when they need the edgy. Oh, yeah. You know, and then when you go, then the other team is... is um, is Mia and say I think Chef Nick? Yeah, is a good pairing. Yeah, if we want, uh, you know. Anyway, we should do a draft and figure out dream teams. Well, you know, I was I was talking to Maria too, my wife, about bar rescue superlatives. Oh yeah, biggest villain, biggest moron, biggest drunk, biggest over the years. I like biggest drunk, biggest um, like biggest on air gaff. Maybe there's a lot we could be doing, and then probably male and female too. Yeah. For sure, I think they still think the biggest villains are the um, God. What did John called her Queen Sheba, and she had a bell. She would ring a bell, <laughs> and then that you they saw footage of the one owner, her husband, who like beat up a, an employee, like a little skinny employee, like you could just see mean. Wow. Yeah, they were just mean, scary. Mean. And then that was the, I think that was the first Taffer walkout. Is mm. he wouldn't do it? I still think they're probably the biggest villains. Probably. No heart to heart this episode, really. He said, no, we don't need it. Yeah. He knows them. Yeah, it's true. He kn- like, they were like friends. It's honestly reminded me of, like, if my wife and I were doing a bar. John yeah. would have been the same way. It was a different vibe. And he would have yelled at me and not Maria. Just, <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, rightfully so. Yeah. Because I, you know, I'm a little looser, I think, than Maria. And then, yeah, so I think that that's why. That's why. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about... Um, Pretty cool that John... You know, sends us a text during the show. Oh, yeah. Right. If you guys want to... Um, in fact, here's what I'll say. If you're tuning in for the first time, 
What other after show are we literally texting the host of the show? What other network has such an inside connection? And I do want to pat our network on the back because we really are the insiders who are bringing you television. We just met with somebody who was one of the the daughter of the the guy that was the main investor. Wow. And I wanted to start going into the Theranos voice and jokes, and I didn't think that was very professional. we need to... um, Oh, just amazing. We will be disrupting phlebotomy in ways that have not been foreseen up until right now. I am a millennial, and uh, (laughs) yeah, I've studied all the things Steve Jobs did, and uh, I'm basically going to, you know, cut the line. Cut the line uh, and just business. And just be there at the finish line. (laughs) All right, we're going to get killed by our fans. There she is. God bless. God bless, Elizabeth. God bless. God bless. God bless. You know what, though? Bar Rescue should be doing Halloween, and I wonder if they couldn't do holiday. I mean, think of... Have they not? That's another... You know, we should be mentioning that. Well, it's... Oh, I love it. He'd have to shoot it a year in advance. That's a problem. That's fine. You just just fake it, do a Christmas in July. I don't think they do. Yeah. Because... But when you think about the bar business during Halloween, Uh it's huge. At least in L.A. Like, I think... Oh, yeah. I think adult make-believe just continues to grow. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Where people don't want to grow up. And it's, I just think what all these children's holidays are now, children have grown up and continuing to have them. It was always in L.A. because everyone here is narcissistic. 42 going on 17. But uh, but now it seems like all the, yeah, it's a big, big money night for the bar. This year is a Wednesday night. So I think with Halloween, because I was talking to someone who plans one of the bigger uh, Hollywood parties, and they're not sure... Weekend previous, weekend after, it's kind of hard. That there's a you know there's a petition out to just make Halloween the last Saturday of every October. I think it's smart, just for and I think it affects the not just parties but the bar business. Mm-hmm. Really big business. Absolutely. Um, well, I uh, let's uh, before the fans kill us, we're gonna hop back yeah. to our show. Um, but I uh, totally agree with you, Kev. And um, let's talk about what we're prepping in the kitchen and behind the bar. Vegas Vic has these chicken skewers, which I thought looked pretty good. They looked great. I think these kitchen plans tend to succeed when there's a achievable gimmick, a recyclable gimmick. So, uh, mass tacos, sausages, right. skewers. And Vic, Vic Vegas, you know, one of my favorites in oh, the yeah. kitchen, if not my favorite, um, always finds a way to come up with the. Uh, like, I love the skewers and sauces. So smart. Right? It, sounded, it looked so good. Yeah. Those flavors looked amazing. And great. In a bar, mm-hmm. you don't have to touch it. Right. You have the stick. Finger food. Right? It just... Uh, and then, you know, I know it's a bar, so you're not thinking health, but, you know, you're getting your protein. Right. It's not fried. Yeah. It's not so. fried, which is great. Um, and then, I have to say, not seeing Amy Kofsky as much as we'd like, she was great during this training. I thought she really balanced... Discipline with kindness in a yes. way that gave me uh, a little she bit of remind, Mia vibes. You know what? It's like they took Mia yeah. and Lisa Marie totally. and they made the this is the the new version. It was the type A Mia with the edge of Lisa Marie. With the edge, yeah. Totally. I Very love it. Very interesting. Uh, I think John has a type when he casts talent for behind the bar in the kitchen. It's always good. You know, we should ask him how involved he is in that because I know that's the, the, the producers as well. Mm. Like they're the ones finding those people. Yeah. Well, they're excellent. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like John and Vic have a long time relationship. They've known each other forever because Vegas. They're both Vegas. Both people. Vegas. I love it. Um, pretty conventional stress test. Uh, I will say one thing I love during a stress test is a we have thirty minutes on the timer. We need to make sure that these flags get put in the buckets as we. You know, there was no real gimmick for this stress test, which I think always creates an objective. Right. Um, so I I don't know why they don't do that more because I think it always works when they do. Yeah, when they do a gimmick. Yeah. 
But maybe they just I didn't have it in him tonight. But I think that always enhances the stress test, personally. It, it was tough because we didn't have a villain. Right. You know, you... Never mind. <laughs> holding it in. Yeah, I'm holding it in. Um, I will say, though, another quick taffer takeaway here that I appreciated. One of their big mistakes in workflow was bringing table orders out one at a time. Here's your burger. Here's, here's Catherine's burger. Here's Alice's drink. When you're serving food to tables, bring it all out at one time. This is what they should have been doing. Because that was the big disruption, why food wasn't coming out fast. Assemble your table order, then bring it all out. Definitely what they should have been doing. Right. Uh, that was It leads to a great breakdown in quality and consistency, according you to Taffer. a great Sopranos episode where the owner of the restaurant was going table to table and just talking too long for people and they showed how it annoyed the people just again because i'm going back to the 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 the, The vampire the vampires who just talk too much and i don't want to put up the wrong impression because there's people who sometimes want that right they want someone to talk to but you have to know when Mm -hmm. to go in and go out and it was funny on the on the sopranos and it was tony who had to pull the owner aside and go just talk a little less huh he's gonna make great food but just and the guy was so offended, but he was he was trying to give it to him straight. You've got to read the room. That they showed it. You know, they showed him staying at the table too long, talking too long. Okay, do you get offended at that too in hospitality? If I'm told that I'm talking too no, much, no. If if you're you and your wife are out to dinner, oh, absolutely. And the the vampire waiter, no, Kev, but we we smile. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you guys are yes, great. it's so midwestern. Oh, so nice to meet you. Oh, thank you. Then when they leave, God. Did they not see? Yeah, of course they didn't them. see. Laura and I had the biggest smiles on her face. But for, it's also an Uber for me. Sometimes I'll just get an Uber and I'll say, I'm so sorry. Isn't there a new option? I've heard they're wanting to roll it out, but they haven't yet. What you do, here's the trick. And you know what? Dominique Wilkins, basketball player. Yeah. I saw him do this and uh, I learned. Is he he had a walk through through into the arena during a game. And he had to take his place at the commentator's table. Yep. And... As soon as he had to walk into the arena where the people are seated, iPhone went into the ear, mm. and he, you know, as if he was talking. And then the minute he was able to be seated with the commentators, fake phone conversation over. Oh, I've done that before. I think you got to do that. Or you hey, have to, how's it going? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Just let me have you yeah. hold for one sec. I'll be right back. You have to do the yeah. You have to put on the headset and go. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, conference call. You yeah. do. Yeah, I want to call. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's it. Um, so other than that, though, pretty conventional stress test, right? Anything that stood out to you in terms of just mostly workflow? Okay, we've got, a, we've got John Taffer weighing back in. He's Taffer, probably watching us live. He's we, probably mad. Taffer text. I do not think, quote, producing. I go at it to tell the story. Crazies are obvious stories. They come out easier. Also, the shallowest stories. Oh, that's that's a fair point. Maybe. Yeah. That's the thing is Taffer is such... He cares such, too much. He cares too much. He cares too much. That's, you know what? It makes me admire him more. In a way. Well, I think that's why he's greatness. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I think, oh, and, yeah. And, and, I, and I get it at his age. Does he really want to go? With, I mean, I, Jeff, you see me, I'm out of, I'm younger than John. I am out of patience when I have to deal with morons. Yeah. And the first, I'm sorry, the first two thirds of this show, I mean, not this episode, but this, the last six seasons. A lot of morons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, uh, you know. And again, he's out in the middle of nowhere. He, you know, he's away from home. I, 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 I get it. Yeah, I and get it. you know what? It's probably a rigorous production schedule. It's brutal. Yeah, I don't it's, know how he does it. It's really I don't know, impressive. And I don't know how he does it so quickly. That I that I I I don't 
I'm always in awe of when I see it. The, it's the coffee. Got to get the coffee when they well, play this. I think there's a genius involved. Absolutely. You know, we all have it. Just most people don't take the time to hone it. He's honed it for 35 years. Yeah. You know. But, well, um, the one thing Taffer did that I just was so moved by, and the, these stories will always get me because talk about a show for underdogs. Frank the Chef. Oh, I loved Frank the Chef. Very, very moving. And you know, when John was yelling at him at first, I said, you know what? These guys are going to end up being best of friends. Yeah, you can tell. You can always tell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny. Like, now I think of it, we have to think back as how many times when John's really lambasted someone and they've walked out. I don't know. I wonder if he goes harder on the ones. I know for me, I'll go harder on people I care about more. Right. Because I know they can do better. I know mm-hmm. what's in them. And yeah. I, and then if I if if it's someone I don't believe in, I'm pretty short about, and I just say, listen, this this isn't working. It's not a fit. It's not a fit. Right. Um, I'm trying to think now with John, but with this, I just had a feeling, and uh, and you know the guy cried like oh you know like I'm a, he's like I'm a big crier. I'm like why I don't know why wouldn't you cry? Mm. I thought that was amazing, and I love that John got him you know uh, the, his chef outfit, and and Vic also gave him credit. That was Vic was on his team and said, you know what. Uh, the chef got control of his kitchen tonight, was what he said. I think, yeah, Vic is very warm. Yeah, he is. He's warm. Does he remind you of Vin Diesel? Yeah. he. To- I think he looks like Vin Diesel, yeah. and I think he's got the same tough exterior, gooey, gooey heart in the middle. So soft. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Such a softy. I always get Vin Diesel. That's, I love him and John together. Oh, yeah. That's a special. And parent. then I love when they have to bring in he and Lisa Marie when they need the edgy. Oh, yeah. You know, and then when you go, then the other team is... is um, is Mia and say I think Chef Nick yeah is a good pairing yeah if it's, we want uh, you know anyway we should do a draft and figure out dream teams well you know I was I was talking to Maria too my wife about bar rescue superlatives oh yeah biggest villain biggest moron biggest drunk biggest over the years I like biggest drunk biggest um like biggest on air gaff maybe there's a lot we could be doing and then probably male and female too yeah. For sure, I think they still think the biggest villains are the um, God. What did Queen, John called her Queen Sheba, and she had a bell. She would ring a bell, <laughs> and then that you they saw footage of the one owner, her husband, who like beat up a, an employee, like a little skinny employee, like you could just see mean. Wow. Yeah, they were just mean, scary. Mean. And then that was the, I think that was the first Taffer walkout. Mm. Is he wouldn't do it? I still think they're probably the biggest villains. Probably. No heart-to-heart this episode, really. He said, no, we don't need it. Yeah. He knows them. Yeah, it's true. He kn- like, they were like friends. It's honestly reminded me of, like, if my wife and I were doing a bar. John yeah. would have been the same way. It was a different vibe. And he would have yelled at me and not Maria. Just, <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, rightfully so. Yeah. Because I, you know, I'm a little looser, I think, than Maria. And then, yeah, so I think that that's why. That's why. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about... Um, Pretty cool that John... You know, sends us a text during the show. Oh, yeah. Right. If you guys want to... Um, in fact, here's what I'll say. If you're tuning in for the first time, what other after show are we literally texting the host of the show? What uh-huh. other network has such an right. inside connection? And I do want to pat our network on the back because we really are the insiders who are bringing you television. But the thing is, I, I want to say we're insiders, but we're also super fans just like you. Yep. I think there's no other network um, covering television that balances that Hollywood insider insight with that geeky, wide-eyed love for television that we bring you here on AfterBuzz TV. And I want to say, if this is your first time tuning into our network, thank you for being here. And check out some of our other shows. We truly do cover just about everything 
everything on television. Our producer in the booth is covering an HBO show called Succession. Oh, I love Succession. Kev, but I'm so in. It's amazing. That's on our drama channel. Yes, but that's on our drama's channel. So right. uh, go ahead and subscribe to some of our other channels. Like I mentioned, we cover reality. We cover sci-fi. We cover dramas. I'm sure we have some superhero fans in here, even if I'm not one of them. Uh, you can go ahead and subscribe to that channel. We cover everything. So we want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. And um, tell your friends about After Buzz. We're passionate. We bring this to you for free. We love TV just as much as you, and we thank you for tuning in. Yeah, and then if you have a friend, uh, any friends who are Spanish-speaking, yes, and you know they watch um, HBO Latino or some of the other um, Telemundo shows, we just launched AfterBuzz TV Latino. Absolutely. Uh, a new channel. So we All have in that Spanish. As well. And then um, we also launched um, oh. what's being called the... Um, the Kevin Undergaro Mercy Channel, AfterBuzz TV, Christmas 24-7. Absolutely. Bringing you uh, coverage of the upcoming holiday season. Our first, episode, our first series that we launched was Christmas Starts in August, which is probably immediately going to be rebranded to the six months That's of Christmas. Christmas. Yes. Anyway, if you want to be one, we already have 46 whole subscribers. <laughs> We're very excited. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's a Absolutely. work in progress. Um, so it is a fun... You're either a moron <laughs> or you don't care! It's one of the two. That's what John's going to say to me someday when there's a, like a, uh, an After Buzz like, <laughs> rescue. Oh, my God. I'm just dreading it. Oh, man. I want to talk about this pineapple tater tot, which looked Oh, my God. Incredible. Vic crushed. Pretty brilliant. To have the sesame soy you know, sauce. And the look. It's beautiful. Right? And then it was so good that John's like, bang, we're going to put it into the branding. Mm. For the renovation. No. Well, on the doors. Yes. Right? He took like the... So again, someone not the, not with a presence of mind has empty glass doors. John's like, hey, wait a second. That's There's more um, signage for our eyes. Mm-hmm. And you know, nice, simple. But one of them is the it was the home of the giant tater tot or something like that. Giant. There was so. In other words, like it's it's not just a fun dish. It's curb appeal. Yes. To get people in there, you know, talk about an Instagrammable thing. Oh yeah, it's a reason to go. Anything. Right? Anytime you can create a specific reason for someone to go to a restaurant besides just I'm hungry, lean in. And that's what they did with this renovation. I'm a little mixed on this renovation. I'll be interested to hear your thoughts. We changed the bar name from Edge of Town to Water's Edge. I liked the outside. I liked what they did with the lighting on the logo. Mm-hmm. What I, about the name? Water's Edge, I think it's solid. I think it communicates what the bar is yeah, doing. Yeah, I think, you know, notice what John said at the beginning. Sometimes, yes, you want to honor tradition. We've seen him honor it in the past, more now than he ever has. But he did say something interesting. If it's a dead brand, then that's where you need a shake-up. You need to show mm-hmm. people, hey, you can't just do under new management. Right. You know, and sometimes when something's so dead... It's 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 tough. Out with the old and with the new. Yeah. So I like I, I love the name and I love the outside. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh so Kev, you have a notoriously anti bias for Hawaiian shirts. How do you feel about this bar? Uh okay, we're in Midwest, right? Missouri. Missouri. I believe. Let me double check that. So I mean Yes, Blue Springs, Missouri. Uh, I love the look of it, and I will say I loved the water feature on the bar. Me too. And I want to see more of the 
that. Mm-hmm. I want to see more features that we've seen in past episodes. Um, a centerpiece. Yeah, or just yeah, it, it, just different different features within mm-hmm. the bar that make you go, oh my god, like the the barbershop chair where you do a shot in, you know, yes. or you know, um, giant thermometers, and th- we've just seen so many different things and i thought the water that water feature was great yeah it's beautiful um you know for the most part and i think walking in uh i don't know if you saw there's a shot where the where they enter i thought was amazing Mm -hmm. lots of green greenery and made you feel and sometimes john does this too these places go from like little dank bars to places that look like they're big giant franchises so it almost had like shades of rainforest cafe i saw that or islands if you've been there before or islands yeah, yeah. but better but better. sexier yeah. than islands yeah um but then there was there was one place like there's a there's it was a quick shot of a place where there were two chairs set up and it was called the edge before it had a nice neon sign mm-hmm. and then that got replaced with rattan chairs and she was like, I love, I'm going to sit here all the time. Mm-hmm. And I... With a little back patio. Yeah, it felt like a... It felt like a... Uh, it just... It felt like a lateral switch. Yeah. It, out. It, it felt like you were transitioning to like a college balcony. Here, here's, here's, here's another problem with this renovation. They went through Taffer training. Mm-hmm. And she said at the beginning, we've obeyed a lot of your principles. And guess what? Aesthetically speaking, the place looked... Okay. Right. Because they'd been through Taffer 101. From the start. Yeah. I mean, it was so clean. So that's why, yeah, so that's why, you know, it, we weren't going to get the the Radical. kind of renovation that makes us, yeah, all like always go crazy. Fair enough. Well, the good news is um, things were looking good in the episode. They had a good opening. We got some nice chirons at the end of the episode. And for our Bar Rescue updates and news, waiting on that sound drop from our amazing producer, Ryan Nilsson. Things are looking good in the bar as we speak now today. Um, Positive reviews, welcome friendly staff, great tacos, best in town. First of all, the bar is still open, which, thank God, because it's been about five episodes since that's happened. Uh, Nice bartender, she made made my drink to perfection. Newly renovated, upscale, really cool inside. A lot of the reviews were mostly positive. The only thing... The bar is still a smoking. You know what? Bar. And it's, I want to talk to John about that. I thought it was illegal. Yeah, it's I, illegal in Ohio. Yeah, and so I guess I must be a statewide thing. I guess because I I just feel like you're you're I feel like you're I don't know. It's I, almost impossible to do a quality makeover when you deal when you have smokers. It's t- it just inherently classes down your bar and, and it just dirt. It just it just. It's dirt. It's sloppiness. Yeah. It's the smell. I mean, a, it ruins food. Coating. There's a coating. Yeah, I just. Ugh. Either way, that's the primary complaint. Things are looking good. They've got a four point two out of five on five on Yelp. Um, just chiming in real quick, guys. Yeah. Ryan in the booth. Uh, I just found out there's only twelve states in the country that allow smoking in their bars, and Missouri is one of them. I'd love to hear the quickly just run through this list. Yes, yeah, so we got I'm Alabama, curious. Arkansas. Georgia, never, never, never. Kentucky, never, never, never Mississippi, go never going there. Missouri, never. Oklahoma, maybe. No, never. Go South ahead. Carolina. Wow, South Carolina. Mm, still, nope. Done. <laughs> Texas. Not. Texas is. Texas is. Oh, God, come on. So you know, so like some of God, Texas has some nice places. It really should, does. Kansas City, Missouri is awesome. 
Love Kansas City. Really? Yeah. As well as I can't deal with smoking in restaurants and bars, Jeff. Well, you just got to find the non-smoking bars. Uh, Leave me alone. And we got Virginia. (laughs) Oh, Virginia too? Yeah, Virginia. That surprised me. It's a liberal. Well, depends on where you are. And West Virginia. Makes no sense. And lastly, Wyoming. Makes no sense. But anyway. Well, either way. If we have smoke. Oh, can we go into previews? Yeah, let's talk predictions. Because I know, Jeff, you don't watch this. You always skim over it. Okay, so they're doing a marathon of Taffer. Oh, and they're leading up to the to the um, the roast of Alec Baldwin. Is Taffer going to be in? Which, oh, no, they're doing but, it on Paramount, right? And they said it's a simulcast, so I don't know if it's also on Comedy Central or what. I don't know what the deal is, but mm-hmm. uh, they did promise a new bar rescue. And what I think it is. You see a middle-aged guy with gray, long gray hair who, he doesn't want to be a pirate. He wants to be a singer. Oh, no. And so you see John screaming at him, and you see Mia, like, loses her temper, saying, like, you know, do you want to be a singer? What do you want to have a bar? Like, I'm so, so excited. Exactly. So I think next week. Bring it back. We're going to be right back in great shape. Oh, Classic. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see Mia lose her SHIT. I think I, I, I wonder if I could, like, this is why God won't let me be a billionaire. Because <laughs> I would go to right to the head of Paramount and say, listen, here's a little bit of money on the side. We need to get some. Here's, a, here's the Pirates episode. You see this? Now, there's got to, I can't think this is the only bar owner in the world that's this insane with, 50, with all these states. By the way, if we have to go international, let's go international. We need to find these for John. Okay? Bar rescue with a shot of adrenaline. I mean,. Yeah. So next week, hopefully... Well, we'll see. We are looking up to it next week. Uh, I want to quickly shout out one of our fans. We got a really amazing message from Cody... From Corey P. Oh, he's a supreme fan. Corey, thank you for jumping yeah, he's in. he's amazing. Um, he let us know that we're actually winding down this season. There's going to be 48 episodes total. So there's only a couple more in this season. Um, presumably, the last Denver episode is going to be the last one. He's in Albuquerque right now doing three rescues. Nine more to be planned this year. 28 more episodes of season seven already slated, filming in 2020. Wow. This show's going nowhere. No. No. In fact, I think this and... Um uh, I don't know how Ink is Ink Crew's doing, mm. and then um, Yellowstone and uh, and the lip sync battle. I think Yellowstone's doing really well. Yellowstone's doing great. Bar Rescue's doing amazing for them. Lip sync battle, I think, is is good too. Yeah. And you know, but uh, and I, th- I think that Dave his show's pretty good too. The the, but yeah, no, not going anywhere. No. It's not good for business. Well. We will be here, of course. We're not going anywhere either, guys. This is your Bar Rescue After Show. We thank you so much for tuning in today. Yes. As Kevin mentioned, we have an amazing episode next week, so you'll have to make sure to tune in. We went up on Tuesday today, but normally we are live on the AfterBuzz TV reality channel at 2 p.m. on Mondays. That's Mondays. 2 p.m. Pacific for those of you on the other coast. Please join in. I see we had six live viewers today, which is great. But we'd Holla. love to get more in our live chat. So you can join us live and hop in and actually chat with us. Isn't that sad? That's our fault, though. Well, yeah, we need to be promoing the show yeah. more. I know we're not always consistent <laughs> with when we go up, but we have other shows that have thousands, thousands. Of yes. Um, so, by the way, yeah, like that's no reflection of our rescue. That's yes. just us coming up last minute. We are we're a heavy this. podcast listenership, but we need to do yeah. better promoting our live show because we'd love to have you guys in. So. And our video. And yes, um, so we thank you for tuning. Ooh, it's going up. We actually have more viewers right now as I speak. So, oh, yeah, it looks good. We appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. My name is Jeff Graham. Uh, if you want to catch me on this very channel, I'll be live at eight PM for the Bachelor in Paradise penultimate episode. It's gonna be great. And uh, Kevin, how about you? Uh, you Adam Degaro, and uh, yeah, 
go please subscribe to Chris, the Christmas 24-7, yes. our Afterbus channel, and uh, our Christmas Starts in August podcast. And uh, that would be that'd be just nice for now. That would be great. And we will see you guys here next week on the Bar Rescue After Show. Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 